Hello, and welcome to Core Women. My name is Dr. Summer Watson, and I'm the founder of Core Women, and I'm also an empowerment strategist for women. So if you're listening to this podcast to delve more into empowerment strategies, well, you're here for the right reason. However, Core Women was also developed because it's a special place that provides a unique idea of home for the hearts and souls of women. It's a place for us to share our strength, energy, wisdom, and authenticity. It's a place for women to find support and strategic empowerment ideas that will help support their lives. Welcome listeners. Don't touch that dial. I'm not a voice you're accustomed to hearing, but you are in the right place. Today, the Core Women Podcast would like to recognize and take time to celebrate the 50 podcast episodes it has posted in the last year. Yes, 50 episodes, which means that 50 women have shared their dreams, challenges, successes, and words of wisdom with the world. If you haven't had the opportunity to get to know these incredible women, please take the time to listen to their journeys. I'm Erin Sanchez of Candidly Erin, a blog for all things personal branding and communications. And in a fun turn of events, I'll be interviewing the founder of Core Women, Dr. Summer Watson. Welcome, Dr. Watson, and let's get right to it. Oh, thank you. Thank you for doing this, Erin. I'm so pleased to be with you today. I'm so excited to be doing this first as a guest on episode, gosh, I don't know, 18, and now <laughs> coming full circle and getting to interview you. So thank you. Yes, thank you. So tell me, because I always love to know about people's origin stories, what is the core women origin story? Well, it started almost, almost to this day a year ago, and it was just something that came to me as I was vacationing. I took some time away from the DC area where I live now, and I went back home to my state of origin, which is California, and I met with three of my, my girlfriends who have been a part of my life since I've been in college, and um, they mean so much to me. And we finally had the opportunity to get together in Newport Beach. And we were spending a long weekend together. And as we did that, we just talked, we laughed, we had fun, we had some wine, we had some whiskey, we, we just had a <laughs> lot of laughs, we had a really great time. And it wasn't necessarily about going out to the dinners or, you know, it was just about getting together. And as I watch one day, as we sat in the living room, this beautiful space in Newport Beach, I watched my girlfriends and I looked at them and I thought, wow, does everybody have this? Does everybody have a core group of friends, a core group of women friends that they can tell their stories to, they can, they can just be so connected and they can trust one another and really just count on one another. And I thought to myself at that moment, what can I create to give this to other women as well? So I created Core Women. And when I did, I thought about the name. Why would I name it Core Women? And do I want to name it Core Women like, you know, your core group, C-O-R-E? Do you, I want to name it something different? And I thought, no, I want to, I want to call it Core with a K because it's an acronym for how do we as women kinetically connect? How do we, through our movement, through our busy lives, how do we actually connect through that process? And then how do we organically learn from one another? 
And then how do we reshape our lives through diverse interaction? And then how do we energize one another to promote change? And so as I started developing queer women, I thought to myself, what is it that I'm going to do to bring women together? What can I do to create change? What can I do to bring them into the fold of this company and really lift them up, inspire? And then, and what I've learned is not only am I doing this, but they're inspiring me every single day. Women inspire me. They, I, I feel so empowered by what I'm doing. Um, and so through that process, through that, that weekend, that's where the idea came from. And I'm so happy that I had the opportunity to just sit back and watch my friends engage and talk and learn and just connect and be so close to one another and just engage. And it was, it felt so good. And it felt so good to come out of there with something that I really was inspired by what I was really energized by and thought this is going to happen. This is absolutely going to happen. I'm going to strategize about this. I'm going to put this together and it's going to develop. And it has, I've now have 50 podcast episodes. I've made three films and I'm, yeah, <laughs> it's been amazing. Yeah. It's been amazing. Right. It's so amazing. I love hearing that story because as you know, um, from our previous conversations, you know, I do have that group of women, um, a couple of friends that I met in grad school, and we make a concerted effort every single month to get together. You know, Catherine, um, who's in that group. And it's so, so very important because I didn't always have that. And having that, it does make a huge difference. Just other people to listen to you, to, to inspire you, to bounce ideas off of. So I think you've just done such an amazing thing. And when you say, you know, your mission was to bring women into the fold, like that shows through in everything that you do, just everything is about that community. And I just really admire that about you and about poor women. So I love it. I appreciate that. And, you know, you bring up a really valid point, Erin, in that you have that core group and you didn't used to have it. And I have that core group. However, this is the deal. Like, you know, I had a mom that I grew up with, of course, you know, and, um, and mm-hmm. she, and she was a real important part of like that whole foundation of growing up. And, and yet when I went to college, it was, there was some separation, physical separation, also some emotional separation because she went on her own path and her own journey. It wasn't necessarily a great journey at that point. And so the connection we had was kind of lost because of her choices that she made. But I went back to the women that I I had that connection with in college and they always were that foundation. They remained that foundation for me when my mom was taking her own hiatus from being a mom. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and that was tough, but to have that core group of women, I think, you know, then my grandmother passed away and I was close to her in a different way. And she was always that rock where you could go, you know, ask her some questions and she'd tell you like it, like it was, it's like, yeah, <laughs> straight with you. You know, she was one of those old <laughs> school gals where it was like, this is the way it is, honey. And you're going to have to make a decision you know, do this or do this, but it doesn't go both ways necessarily. And you're going to have to work it out or you're just going to deal with it, you know? So it was pretty straightforward. And I didn't mind that, you know, at times, because sometimes you just need that. You need somebody to be very concrete like that, you know? And absolutely. And 
I think that's what you, what is so great about core women is that not everyone has that group of women, or maybe they did at one point, they don't anymore because they've lost it for whatever reason, or they're seeking their next group and they can find that through um, engaging with, with what you do through core women. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope, you know, I hope to continue that process as I grow core women with more women, you know, and, and this mm -hmm. isn't about isolating men. It's more along the lines of creating a space, a safe place for other women. And, you know, I really, you know, when I did this, it really, the idea really came from that weekend. And I thought I, I need to stay with the whole idea of how this you know how this blossomed how this was created how, the foundation of of this this whole company and so it's not like men haven't come to me and said and have said i want to interview with you and i would love to interview with them but i really 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 wanted to keep it for women a special place for the hearts and souls of women yeah no that's i completely understand where you're coming from and and you are a very um embracing as we've talked about person so it's absolutely not about excluding anyone it's right, just no, about creating that special place yeah right. so i would love to hear because this is your 50th podcast episode yes. and that means you have interviewed all these amazing women um what have you learned from all of these guests that you've featured from country singers to authors to marketers and beyond oh my gosh i it is so amazing what I have learned. I've learned that they each have their own unique path, their own unique journey. I've also learned about, you know, their challenges, their successes, how they perceive failure and resiliency. Some of the key concepts that I've learned and how they perceive those concepts are about resiliency, bravery, authenticity, kindness, willing to be a part of something very special and what i've learned most is that if you go out and ask somebody to be a part of something that's important to you many times they're going to say yes and that is exactly what happened when i asked those 50 women to be a part of the core women podcast they said yes they were willing to tell their stories of challenge adversity overcoming it of resiliency, of kindness, of being caregivers from, you know, musicians to authors, to directors, to people that run big corporations, to doctors, to you name it, dentists, veterans. Mm -hmm. They've all told their story and they all have a story and each and every one of those stories is special. And I, I do hope that people who are listening to this today will go back and listen to those stories and their journeys because they're full of wisdom. They're full of great ideas and strategies about how they went about their journey. And I think they're mm -hmm. so rich in detail. So absolutely go back and listen to those stories because those women are opening up their hearts to you and, and telling you a little bit about themselves. Absolutely. I love um, so many of the interviews that I have listened to. Um, and we've talked about this, you know, and, and you know me, you don't have to convince me that stories are so important, you know, and everybody has a story and there's something to learn from every single story. And, and, you know, I always say it doesn't have to be some big hero's journey. It can just be a small lesson that makes somebody else have an aha moment or a 
oh my gosh, me too, you know, and just feel connected, um, which just so happens to be your, one of your um, key sort of philosophies with core women. But right. exactly. I love that so much. And, and it's funny that you just said the, the term me too, um, it, because I do want to mention something here. You know, one of the, the whole ideas behind core women was when I was developing this, I realized that there, there is that me too movement. However, one of my one of my issues with that is many times it's it's a lot of the marches and it's a lot of you know at this time of year we're going to do this but what happens the rest of the year what happens mm. right when there's no march where are the conversations and and how are they coming along and how are we still raising awareness as a group and i think that's that's something that i also wanted to continue to do throughout the year i wanted to continue to have these conversations with women and bring up these important subjects that subjects that are important to them things that yeah get lost you know so we continue to make that is, forward momentum yeah that's such a great point um not anything wrong with different you know movements and no. things but yeah what happens the rest of the year that that's so interesting and speaking of the rest like the rest of the year. Um, and you, you know, you talk about all these challenges that women share um, on your podcast or in your films. What has been your biggest challenge um, this year as the owner of Core Women? Mm. Well, that's a really good question, Erin. And I'd have to say that my biggest challenge is time. Mm. I, I just don't feel like, and let me explain this. I don't feel like there's ever enough time to develop and create and do all that I want to do. Because when you have a startup, it's you. It's, it's, it's you doing the marketing and the strategy and the, and, you know, the programs, development uh, of content. You're doing it all. And, mm. and on top of that, you know, there are things that I'm creating, like the podcast, like the films, like the, writing a book. And really, to be able to do all of that in a year is amazing, but I still want to, I still want more time. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> more, I think that most people, time. yeah, most <laughs> business owners do. Right. Definitely. So you tend to work around the clock and time is so important because you need to find one time for yourself, you know, your own health and wellness, but you also need to make sure that you're strategizing about your company, about your programs, about your projects, about what you want to accomplish. Because if you don't, it's going to be difficult to accomplish those goals. And so for me, that was, that was a challenge because I'll work myself and work myself and work myself. And I, I tend not to pull back away from the desk or away from a project. And so what that means is that I'm working probably 16 hours a day. You know, I'm working till three o'clock in the morning. I'm work, you know, I'm getting up and starting all these projects. And so I think for me, it's time. But for now, you know, it's me really strategizing about how I best utilize my time. I know sometimes because I'm on the West Coast and you're on the East Coast and I'll message you or email you thinking, you know, you'll get it the next day and you're replying. And I'm like, isn't it one o'clock in the morning for summer? <laughs> That's early, Erin. So, That's early. <laughs> for me. I, it's usually three or 3.30 that I'm finally like, okay, now it's time to rest. Yeah. Right? So uh, I've been, I have been there. I, I try not to do that 
anymore, even if it means some things have to be sacrificed. But I do understand. I mean, in the, you know, in the early years of a business, it does take that because, like you said, you have to do big picture, which is strategy. Like, what, what do I want, you know, big picture, and what are the things that I need to be doing, you know, to move the needle? And then you have to dive into all of the the little minutia and detail work that's like, well, I have to actually create all of this, these assets and things that are going to, you know, um, contribute to the big picture. So it's definitely a challenge and I, and one I understand well. So right. hopefully you can, you know, find a way to um, strike a bit of a better balance and, right. um, you know, well, it's going forward, been, but I've always been, you yeah. know, somewhat of a, a workhorse, a workaholic. I don't, yeah. you know, whatever you want to call it. And, and late nights are my thing. I'm not, yeah. I am not an early morning person. If I have to do it, I will. But yeah. Know, um, yeah. I do working in hospitals and clinics, carry a phone and be on. I could not turn it off. It had to be on 24 seven, even when mm. I was getting my hair done or that massage or whatever, or I'd have to be at the hospital at one o'clock in the morning and be back there at six 30 that's, that's kind of the life you live and yeah. doing clinical work um, in a facility like that in the hospital. So it's kind of a routine that I've, I've had for, for years now. So, yeah. So it just worked. Yeah. It works for you. That's, yeah. I mean, that's great. Um, and I, I do understand I, I'm more creative at night and that's one of the challenges because you're like, wait, I have this awesome article idea. And then it's, you know, two o'clock in the morning. Right. <laughs> I get so, it. Okay. So, so time has been, you know, your biggest challenge of the past right. year, but you've also had some pretty cool wins and I'd love, love to know what has been one of your most notable successes. Oh my gosh. Well, I think there are many and I'm going to mention them. First of all, all of the women that have accepted the invitation to be on the core women podcast was a win for me. That's, that's always a win for, for people to accept an invitation to tell their story, to be vulnerable. That's a huge win because what they may or may not be aware of is that they're speaking to somebody else. They're inspiring somebody else. They're helping somebody else through their journey. And some people want to offer that information. Some people might want to open themselves up to that and others may not. And for all those women that have graciously accepted the invite to be on this podcast is a flipping huge win for me. Like that was mm -hmm. so awesome and, and so fulfilling for me. All those yeses, you know, that was amazing. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> 50 yeses, that's yeah. fantastic. So that was a huge win. Um, and, and, and so inspiring. And the next was the three films that I created um, over this last year. Amazing. I was able to go to New York and film with a bunch of women there. I was able to go to Los Angeles and film with several women to include yourself. Um, yes. <laughs> talk about, you know, our journeys and how we come together as women and, and what other women inspire us and how we're giving back to community. And I was also recently able to do that in Nashville and just as of yesterday, put out the film and, and offer that to community and say, Hey, listen, these women are talking about their journeys. They're talking about how we can come together and lift each other up and make a difference and how we're making a difference together and apart in community. And that is so important. And so that was a huge win. And then third is, I was able to co-write a book this year and that's coming out late July, early August. 
And I'm so excited about that. And actually, there's one more thing. There's one more thing, um, which you were actually involved in, Erin. It's our Purpose that's and right. Live <laughs> workshop in San Francisco, in the San Francisco Bay Area, that's coming up in August. And I'm so excited about that. I am ecstatic to be involved <laughs> in that. And I, I'm so excited. And I'm also very, very excited for just to go back to your book. I know we can't, you know, disclose anything, but I am very much looking forward to reading that. So congratulations <laughs> on all of your successes. You know how I feel about the topic. <laughs> I, know, I know it's such an interesting topic and I, I absolutely can't wait because um, I think we're actually getting to look at the cover this week, like our cover options oh. this week. And I am absolutely Very thrilled. Cool. So fairly soon, there will also be a cover reveal. So at that point, people will know what the title is. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe, well, it'll, hopefully it'll be around the time of the release of this podcast. But either way, um, people will definitely know and probably have access to the book by the time our event rolls around. Yes, um, so, Yeah. So yeah. Cool. No, absolutely. so exciting. Congratulations on Thank everything, you. Summer. So there has been so many successes. So thank you for asking that question because I am so thrilled about how this last year has gone for me. And, and, and one of the things is action creates action. So if you start creating action, more action is to come. That's very true. Very true. And I feel like inspiration comes from taking action as well. Like sometimes I, you know, you can just sit there and go, Oh, I don't really know. Like, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to write about or post about, or, you know, whatever the case may be for your particular situation, but just start doing, and then the ideas start flowing. So that, that's very, that's very smart. Um, those are very smart words of wisdom, but I do have, um, I want to know some more words of wisdom. So for our last question, I would love to know what words of wisdom you would offer to listeners today. Well, I love this question. And you know, I ask this in every single one of my podcast episodes, yes. because every woman um, that has been on here has, has offered so much wisdom. And that last question, they just sum it up and it's, it's so well summed up by each person. And I love it. And I learned something from each of them every single time. And so many things that I've learned throughout my life, not just with doing this business, but throughout my life is, you know, you, sometimes you just got to take a chance and have courage. And and I don't say, you know, I just don't want to put out there, you know, the wisdom is have courage, but there is a strategy to that. There is something really deep for each of us in relation to what that means. What does it mean to have courage? What is, what do you fear? And you have to think about that, but not get caught and perseverate on the fear. Because mm -hmm. once you start doing that and you start perseverating, that means that you're just thinking about fear, being fearful, rather than strategizing about how you can overcome that fear, how you can be more resilient, how you can actually create action and movement to meet your goals. And so the wisdom here is, yes, be courageous, but figure out what that means to you. Figure out what your fear is and turn the negative thinking into some positive thinking because the more that you have negative thoughts that's creating somewhat of a brain map of negativity and you don't yeah. want to get stuck there you really want to move forward and really think about how can i do this what steps do i need to take do i personally need to take to fulfill my goals number one and two make sure you're around people that lift you up 
and that believe in you because that makes a huge difference who you're around. But more importantly, believe in yourself. If you're having a down day, make sure that, and this is why core women's here. If you don't have network, contact core women because your network is here. We're open to you. We are available, you know, and we want to be connected with you because we want to inspire, encourage, and lift you up. And so again, take a chance, figure out why you're fearing or why you're fearful. Do not perseverate on the fear, but figure it out and have the courage to figure it out and move forward. Um, create some goals and, and then don't focus on the negative. Try and really stop that negative thought process if you can. And remember, there's always somebody out there for you. Again, listen to these podcasts because they have so much wisdom and people have overcome fear. They had the courage. They had, you know, the strategy, the goals, the wisdom to move forward. So those are, those are my words of wisdom today. Thank you for sharing that. I, I absolutely love that because the word that always comes to mind when I start getting fearful is, um, and I think you described it exactly as I experienced, which is insidious. It's very insidious. The more I think about the fear, the worse it gets and you right. just kind of like downward spiral into it. And so I think that is, I mean, like you said, you know, reach out to somebody who can help you strategize what it means to be courageous and maybe take calculated risks. And I think that's where you, um, Summer, and, you know, core women as a business can absolutely make a huge impact on women's lives. So thank you so much for sharing that and sharing your story and just doing what you do. Um, I think it's such a valuable thing. Thank you so much. And yes, you know, because I, you know, I do have a background in human services, in psychology, have a doctorate. I decided, you know, to also put that into something, kind of change that around a little bit and not be so clinical and do more coaching. And so with mm -hmm. that, you know, I do offer those coaching services, the strategic empowerment coaching services for women. And I am here, you know, to help other women mm -hmm. move through their journey, you know, and not be stunted at a certain point in their journey because we all want to make forward progress, right? Forward movement. And so we're here for you. So thanks for asking me that question, Erin. Absolutely. And thank you, Dr. Watson, for being a guest on your own show, <laughs> The Core Women Podcast. And congratulations on your 50th episode. I'm so excited for you. Thanks, Erin. Thank you so much for being a part of my journey and for hosting today's podcast. Thanks so much. Yes, it was an honor. Thank you. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at corewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about core women in your social media posts, please hashtag core women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about core women and please stay tuned for continued growth of the core women movement. Let's grow and drive change together.